Welcome to the Teacher's Impact Podcast, or better yet known as The Tip, where teachers can come to master their craft, use their voice, and enhance student learning. This is episode 40 of the Teacher's Impact Podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking about five ways to prep for your first teaching job. This is a time of year when a lot of new teachers are getting hired, so I wanted to do this episode to help everybody out if you're a first-year teacher or you got your first teaching job. And your first inkling might be to decorate your classroom, come up with a theme for the school year, but I would save that for the last. I want you to follow these steps to be sure that you're ready for the school year ahead once you receive the keys for your classroom. Stay tuned because I'm going to be giving you some great tips on how to be ready for your first teaching job. The first tip is to make sure that you clean and organize your classroom. If you've gotten the key, when you open the door, depending on the previous teacher that was in there, there's probably a lot of stuff, especially if that teacher has been there for a long time. I would go through and see what materials I could possibly use for the upcoming school year, what manipulatives there are, what books, notebooks for kids, whatever you know that you could use for the school year coming ahead. And that's kind of hard to know if you're a new teacher, but just use your best judgment to see pencils, crayons, you know, the basic things that you're going to run out of in the middle of the school year. So go through and see what it is that you can use, what it is that you're going to need. And the other thing I want you to do is to sort and organize all the books in the classroom. That's going to be an easy way for the kids in your classroom to access. And once you'll do this, you'll see what you need to purchase. So you can also, you can sort your books by the genre, you can sort your books by a leveling system, maybe Fontes and Pinnell, just as an example, not that you have to use those, but go through your library book, see what you have, see what you may be missing, what you need to add, because that's going to be important throughout the school year, because you're not going to have the time once the kids are there to do this, and this is going to take a lot of time. After you do this, what I want you to do is to draw a rough sketch of how you like your classroom to be set up. So not thinking about the kid's desk or where the children are going to sit, but think about where you're going to do your whole group, where you're going to do your small group, where you're going to have your centers, where you're going to have your library, and so forth. So this is just a basic layout of the room where you can sketch and see where you want things to be located. And I want you to think of this from the perspective of the students. So when the students walk into the classroom, how are they? how is it going to flow? How are they going to access materials? And how things are going to be organized in the classroom. And I do want to point out that Scholastic has a free resource where you can play with classroom setups online to see how how you can orga- how you can set up your classroom. 
And another book that I think is great for this is The Organized Teacher. You can check out the link in the description box. The second thing I want you to do is to become familiar with the curriculum. And I cannot stress enough the importance of this. You can talk to your principal and see if you can get login access to the school's curriculum and pacing guides. Look through the units, find out your focus areas for your grade level if you need to read the books, if you're working with older grades, even younger grades also. So get yourself familiar with the curriculum because that's where you're going to Become familiar with the curriculum because that's where your lesson plans are going to be coming from. So you need to know, you need to have an idea, what do the units look like? Again, what your focus areas are going to be? What are some activities that they have that you can use that's already within the curriculum so that you don't have to go and purchase things and constantly search online for things? If you're familiar with the curriculum, it's going to make your year go so much easier. So this is another thing that I suggest. If it's something that you can do, it will definitely save you a lot of time during the school year. The third thing I want you to do is to come up with a classroom management plan. I talked about this in previous episodes where having a classroom management plan is going to save you time, it's going to save you tears, and it's going to make your year run smoother. So you can also check out my free classroom management template letter to help you get started. And you can also check out Harry Wong's book, The First Day of School, is another resource to help you. It is a great book to help you get started in terms of classroom management, what you need to know, how you need to set everything up. And you can see the link in the description box for that. So make sure you come with a classroom management plan before you think about a lot of other things. The fourth thing that you need to do is to set up your digital teaching portfolio so that you can add artifacts as you teach throughout the year. So once you have it set up, you can just add things throughout the year and that's gonna save you a lot of time. Once the portfolio is set up, collecting artifacts becomes so much easier because just throughout everyday teaching, you'll be able to collect artifacts whether that's student work, whether that's pictures that you take of your room. Artifacts can be anything as long as you have evidence and it's connected to the Common Core standards. So make sure you set up your digital teaching portfolio from the beginning of the year after you've set up your classroom. Along with this, you can set up the kids' portfolios. Just have it set up. You don't have to have everything in it, but once you get those student names, setting up their portfolios in the beginning can be such a big help. That's just a caveat. And a bonus tip. The bonus tip is to pace yourself. I am guilty of this. I want to get everything done in a day. I have to remember that Rome is not built in a day and I have to take it one day at a time. Your classroom is going to be built up year after year as you collect things, as you purchase more things with your teacher funds. So it's going to take time. So definitely pace yourself. 
And this brings us to the end of the episode. I hope all of these tips will help you. Actually, I know that they'll help you because these are the things that I'm doing and I have done in the past. Some key takeaways from this episode are to one, become familiar with your curriculum, two, clean and organize your classroom, three, create your classroom management plan, and four, set up your digital teaching portfolio. Bonus tip, you can set up the kids' portfolios and also to pace yourself. Don't forget to check out the website, teachersimpact.net. If you found this content helpful, please share, favorite, and rate on your favorite podcast app. We're on some new podcasting platforms like Gia Savan and Ghana. So if you're on there and if you listen to our episodes, thank you so much. And when you subscribe and when you share, it helps the show to grow, reach more teachers, and have an impact on student learning. And I forgot to mention that we're up on, this is the 40th episode. We have 10 more episodes until the 50th episode. I'm so thankful. It's been a journey. And if you have listened, favorite, and shared, subscribe, thank you so much. I'll have to think of something for the 50th episode, but you can email me at teachersimpacteducation at gmail.com or on Twitter at Shani Marie O. Happy learning and growing.